Welcome to episode five of the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. Now, I know you're familiar with the words, there is more happiness in giving than there is in receiving. But the problem is, as mompreneurs, we focus on giving to everyone, but not ourselves. So we want to change that starting today. This is important because it allows you to operate at your best instead of giving your loved ones your leftovers. In other words, self-care allows you to give them the best version of you. Now, I know your days are filled with caring for your family, giving your children the attention they need, including homeschooling them and squeezing in tasks to help you build your business right now. All of us try to play super mom, but the truth is we can't do it all. So if you're not taking care of your mental, emotional, and physical needs, then you're really no good to anyone. So let's dive into today's episode where I share four simple self-care strategies that will help you incorporate self-care into your everyday life so that you can keep your cup filled. Hey there, mama. Are you burned out from working, running a business, and raising a family? I know it's hard and there's no manual to help you get it all done without the mom guilt. I've been where you are and I want us to navigate this journey together. I'm Shannon Baker, your coffee-loving host, and I'd like to welcome you to the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. We're part of a new wave of working women that focus on fulfilling our purpose and raising our families before profit. It's time we stop letting fear hold us back and accept that we are enough and we do enough. This podcast will feature interviews, trainings, practical lifestyle tips and strategies you can implement in the mom cracks of time so you can take care of the necessary things and grow your business without burning out. So grab your cup of coffee, your favorite sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's get on with the show because we are more than capable mompreneurs. Did you know that when it comes to me time, the average mom only gets about 67 minutes to herself every day, and the rest of the day is dedicated to other people? That's why we're called caregivers, keyword being givers. Now, we all know free time is a luxury, especially right now, because when this episode airs, we're in week four of quarantine and social distancing as the coronavirus is still spreading. So I can only imagine how crazy life is right now with more than one kid, let alone if you have young kids. Mine's a teenager, so I have a different set of struggles. So I know you're thinking me time just isn't doable. But I'm here to tell you that it is. And I've got four self-care strategies for you that can be done in 30 minutes or less. Now, I admit it's going to take a lot of work on your part to really change your mindset and your habits, but it's really worth it. I'm a workhorse myself and I will work from the time that I get up to the time that I go to bed. So I have to make a conscious effort to practice self-care every day, even if I only use 30 of that 67 minutes. Now, I've gotten a lot better, but believe me, it's still hard. And sometimes I even deal with guilt. I feel guilty when I'm taking time out just for me. But I know that I can't pour from an empty cup. So I strive to maximize as much of that 67 minutes as I can for myself. And I want you to do the same. So let's dive into those strategies to help you do that. The first one is you need to create some boundaries. If you want to find a balance that works for your family, you need to set boundaries and stop trying to do everything. Now, I know setting boundaries can be hard because it involves saying no to some things and yes to others. So the first thing you have to do is keep the big picture in mind when you're making decisions and let go of the mom guilt when you have to say no. The word no is a complete sentence 
And you have to get comfortable with using it with your family, with your job, if you have one, and with your customers. Doing so will allow you to say yes to yourself, which is very important now more than ever. Since we're not leaving our homes right now, everything is starting to overlap. So one thing I highly recommend you do is outline a schedule with time blocking. That will help you identify when you should be working and when you should be with your family or working on your business. Now, if you haven't tuned into episode four yet, I recommend you go back and listen because I break down a step-by-step process that you can follow to time block your schedule so that you can be more productive. Time blocking forces you to limit the number of tasks that you work on and you predetermine how long it will take for you to complete the task. So you place it on your schedule and you get it done. Now, when you're working, you need to limit the distractions as much as possible, including your family, by letting them know your dedicated work periods, limit your social media time and anything else that may distract you. And when it's time for you to be with your family, be present with them. Give them your full attention. When it's time for you to pour into yourself or work on your business, honor that time. Now, as far as your business is concerned, you are not a 7-Eleven, so you don't have to be available 24-7. When I started my business, I found myself responding to emails and text messages all morning, afternoon, and evening every day of the week. So my customers were very happy because I was very responsive, but believe me, my family was not. Now, while my heart was in the right place, I was unintentionally destroying my family. And when I talked to my husband and daughter about it, it helped me to realize that I was always working and they really felt like they were afterthoughts. That conversation also helped me see why my husband seemingly resented my business. The truth is, he just didn't like that my business didn't have any boundaries. I was never off. So I fixed that by setting and sticking to office hours, which allowed me to be present for both my family and my customers. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, right? So here are three non-negotiable boundaries that you need to put in place for your business. One, your hours of operation. Two, your response time to messages and emails, whether it's 24, 48, or 72 hours. And then pick one to two days and time blocks that you will take scheduled calls. Now, once you get these boundaries in place, you'll have the time that you need to see what other boundaries you may need to put in place. But most importantly, you'll be able to prioritize your self-care, protect your sanity, enjoy quality time with your family, and your business will still thrive without leaving you feeling burned out. Now for strategy number two, you need to create daily routines. I know it's a struggle for us to prioritize our health, routinely spend quality time with our husbands and children, and make time for personal growth. And that's why we need routines so we can get things done more efficiently. Now, one routine that sets the tone for me is my morning routine. I wake up, say a prayer and hit the ground running before everyone else wakes up. That way I can enjoy the quiet time, sip my coffee, read a scriptural text and meditate on it for at least 15 minutes. And this is my routine, whether I'm working at home or if I have to go into the office for my part time job. The great thing is it only takes 15 minutes, so I don't have to change my routine. Starting the day with intentions actually puts us in a state of mental peace, and then we're ready to take on 
whatever lies ahead in the day with less side effects. Not to mention, a lot of what we do is automatic, which helps us conserve energy. So why not create a process that helps you connect more deeply with yourself and with your purpose? And that actually reminds me of a quote by Jim Rohn. Either you run the day or the day runs you. So whether your morning routine involves chaos or focused intention, that routine reflects what's going on in your life on a larger scale and ultimately has a great deal of impact on whether or not you are aligned with your purpose. Now let's talk about your evening routine. Having a routine before you go to bed at night will help you not only unwind, but you get mentally prepared for the next day. It helps you disconnect from work and get a good night's rest. So after you cook, have dinner with the family and the kids go to bed, I'm sure you're probably cracking open your laptop and working for two to three more hours. And if you're like me, you think, oh, I'm done for the day. But then you remember there's one more thing that you want to do before the day ends. But our laptops, tablets, and our smartphones generate a lot of light that actually stimulates our brains and makes it difficult for us to relax when it's time to go to sleep. So pick a time to shut down technology in the evenings. I try to put my phone down at least 30 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. Most of the time that works, but when it doesn't, I give myself some grace. Hey, things happen. But there is one feature on my iPhone that I cannot live without. And this is the Do Not Disturb feature. And I believe Androids have this as well. It automatically hides all notifications and phone calls from 10.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. except for my closest family members and they're tagged in my favorites list. This allows me to sleep through the night and wake up refreshed in the morning to start my morning routine. So I definitely hope you give this one a try. Now for strategy number three. Don't forget to reward yourself. On this hard journey we have as mompreneurs, we tend to have tunnel vision and we're always waiting for the big win to feel like we've accomplished something. But stress is unavoidable, so we need to figure out a healthy way to deal with it. Celebrating small wins will help you do that so that you can keep going. So celebrate things like sticking to your boundaries, completing your tasks for the day or for the week, or when you reach your monthly goals or your quarterly goal. One practice that I started doing this year is a weekly reflection on what I'm grateful for. The pages in my planner help me do this. So each week I write out my priorities for the week, no more than three. And even if I can only cross off one of them as being complete, I celebrate that because it's a win. So make a small list of things that you can do to celebrate. Some of the things on my list are to give myself a mani-pedi, to have a spa hour with my daughter at home, to go out for ice cream, or to get one of those sugar-loaded specialty drinks from Starbucks. Your reward can be as small or as big as you want, and it doesn't have to take a lot of time. So whether you designate 15 minutes or more to celebrate your win, the minutes add up. And believe me, girl, you are so worth the investment. Now let's talk about strategy number four, which is sometimes the hardest one to do. Ask for help. One thing I know we have a hard time doing as mompreneurs is letting go. We love to be needed, so we try to do everything for everyone. It's what we hear everyone say we should do, and it's probably what we saw our moms do while we were growing up. 
but we don't have to do everything ourselves. We can allow others to help us. You know, you can delegate tasks in your house by training your children and your hubby to do them for you. Now, they may not do them exactly the way that you want, but hey, at least it gets done and you didn't have to do it. So this is definitely where done is better than perfect applies and it will keep you from feeling overwhelmed by all the things. Now, this one was hard for me to get used to, especially when it came to taking care of things for the family, because I was planning all the meals every week, making the grocery list, doing the shopping, doing the cooking, keeping up with toiletries and all the things that everyone needed. And despite my efforts, I was always forgetting to get something like the allergy medicine for my daughter, which she has to take year round. So I actually created a Trello board and trained my husband and my daughter to use it. And it's our go to to organize our family every week. There's a list for the meals we all like to eat. And each week we sit down and everyone picks something that they would like to have on the menu. And it gets assigned to the day and whether or not it's breakfast, lunch or dinner. And then based on the meals and the ingredients that we already have on hand, I can make the grocery list in the Trello board, which is what I use when shopping. And as I put every item in my cart, I check it off as complete and it disappears off of my shopping list. Now, as for that medication, toiletries and things that aren't groceries, it's every family member's responsibility to add a card to that list when they need something every week. And this one board has made taking care of my family so much easier. And I can now use those minutes to invest in myself or in my business, whichever I choose. Now, when it comes to your business, you also need to be willing to ask for help. When you get stuck, you will stay there spinning your wheels unless you ask for help. And that's why it's important for you to build strong relationships with other women in business online. When you reach out to your network for help, you will actually strengthen your network and help it grow. As you lean on your connections and seek out their experience and their expertise, your relationships will go stronger and they'll even refer you to someone new, which then also helps you grow your network. But also seeking advice from your connections lets them know that you value their opinion and their expertise, and that can have a huge effect on their confidence. So it's a two-way process of giving and receiving that helps you both go further. People like to surround themselves with others that make them a better person, and that can only be a good thing for you and your business. Again, it's a two-way process. And these are the kind of relationships we're developing inside of the More Than Capable Mompreneur Facebook group. It's totally free and all the women in the community post their questions, whether it's a lifestyle struggle, a resource that they're looking for, that they need for their business or in their everyday life. And if they need assistance with something in their business, I'm always there regularly supporting every member. And I'll make sure I include a link to the group in the show notes if you'd like to join. I would love to have you. So believe it or not, that is it for today. But I do have one last thing I want you to remember. Self-care is not selfish. There will always be something else to do. So don't fall into the trap of thinking you'll do something for yourself once everything else is done. I want you to give yourself some grace as you try to take better care of yourself. What works for one mompreneur may not work for you. So take small steps and find what works for you and your family, which is going to require some trial and error, but don't give up. Keep trying until you find that sweet spot and build on it from there. 
you'll thank yourself for it later. Not to mention when you take better care of yourself, you are teaching your children that taking care of you is just as important as taking care of the rest of your family. So let's do this, mama. Now, don't forget to join me and the other mompreneurs inside of the More Than Capable Mompreneur Facebook group so we can cheer you on. We can do this together. And thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And I hope these strategies have been helpful. Please let me know which one is your favorite. Take a screenshot, post it in Instagram stories and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. And remember, you are enough and you do enough. But don't forget to pour into your own cup with self-care.